understanding. Hallelujah. Drown us, O oh God. Grasp that um, wisdom and skill of the Spirit. Spirit of prophecy. Spirit of visions. Visions and dreams and prophecy. Hallelujah. Be made available. Access codes be given to every single person who's here, O oh God. Hallelujah. We know it's your pleasure. It gives you pleasure for this to happen. So we ask for it. And we receive also. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, the thing about speaking to God's people, and when God speaks, you know, He speaks in different layers. I hope you hear what I'm saying, please. Speaks in different layers. So at the end of the day, everybody gets his own part, depending on where you are. I hope you hear. Depending on where you are. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But we need to understand what God is actually driving at. I hope you hear what I'm saying. How he does his things. How he... He drives civilizations, cultures, and way of life of people, and how he establishes, you understand, nations and tribes and people. Did you hear what I'm saying, please? It's good for you to understand it. Praise God. He has set infrastructure in place, what you might call raw material. You understand? It is that it's with that that you now begin to walk and mold and put things to play did you hear did you hear that praise the lord hallelujah now a lot of us have been speaking ministers have been teaching and um, i want to be sure that we all have an understanding uh I want to be sure that you are able to know your part in this thing. Did you hear? I want to be sure that you know your part. I don't want a situation whereby you just come in here and you go back so happy that, uh, you know, uh, this person preached a storm or there was a move of God, there's a manifestation. All those things happen for a reason. Did you hear what I'm saying, please? So you need to understand because you need to take something home. This is a marketplace. Are you getting what I'm saying? Where trading takes place. Hallelujah. Praise God. You sell your soul to the Lord as much as you are willing to give to him. He will buy from you. Did you hear what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. It's, your it's for your benefit that you sell your soul to him and not to Satan. Because Satan will want to buy your soul too. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. So when we say Christ or the Messiah is the blueprint or the architectural plan of the future ages, what is it that is being said? 
How does it work for me? How does it affect and influence me today and always? I hope you hear. What is best for me? Is it that I just get the message and keep it somewhere and continue my life? Or is the message for reconstruction? I hope you hear what I'm saying. Did you hear what I'm saying? You know, Paul, Apostle Shaul, says that he is a wise master builder. And your Lord is also a builder. You know that? You know he's a builder. You know, he said that uh, upon this rock, I will build my ecclesia. You get what I'm saying? So he's a master builder. Praise God. A lot of people say he's a carpenter. Hallelujah. I call him a general contractor, a builder. Praise the Lord. Are we together, please? If you look at this place, for those of you who were here when we first came to this um, this uh, property, it was already painted white. We did our first... Uh, we moved in here to do a conference, right? We just moved in. We didn't need to do anything. It was already painted. Now, the state at which you met this place tells you either the personal, the personality and character of the landlord or the person that lived here before we came in. Did you hear? But when we came in, construction started. Reconstruction started. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Did you hear me? So there was a pattern. Did you hear? There was something, an image, something inside of us. I hope you hear. The kind of paint that was required we, start, we, did, we never bought eagle paint. We didn't buy um, uh, president paint. We went for badger paint. We went for dulux. And we bought satin. You get what I'm saying? And we started touching up things, changing doors, adjusting this one, breaking down some walls, you know, converting stuff and walking, reconstructing stuff. You get what I'm saying? After a while, we went outside and we started planting flowers, planting trees. You understand? You know, reworking stuff, you know. We painted outside, you know. Some of my children said, you know what, Papa, I don't want you to paint. I don't like the way the outside is looking. You know, I will give you money to paint. I want you to use good quality paint. I was painting outside with Dulux paint. Satin has nothing to do with whether I have money or not. It's what I have inside that is influencing and dictating for how 
this place has to be. Do you get what I'm saying? At first, we we use double bunks. We use the wood for the bunks. After a while, we're not satisfied with that. We changed. I'm still using metal. You get that? True, true. Did you hear what I'm saying? So you see, this is this is, you know, when we first came the first time. If you look at this hall, the first conference, there were no curtains. No curtains. In fact, while we were uh, here, you will see people walking past outside. You get what I'm saying? But it's not so now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying? So gradually, you know, we start building things, putting structures in place. The reason for that, if we move from here now, someone else comes in here. You say what in this one? You paint here blue and green, and put purple on that side. You know, we need to make it colorful, 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 and put orange there. I say, yeah, it looks nice to him, but not to me, not to us. Did you hear that? Praise God. So there's something that God has in mind. If you check the book of Genesis, you will understand the mind of God. You get. You will understand the mind of God. It says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the, you know, he left the heavens and started talking about the earth. The earth was without form. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And uh, the spirit of God began to move upon the face of the waters. And began to meditate and, you understand, hover and all that. After a while, you know, said, let there be light. I need light here now. And poof, there was light. And he looked at it and said, it is good. And he began to do stuff. You understand? He began to do what he was trying to do. Everything that he did was coming forth from his mind, for his imagination. Do you understand? He wanted a kind of realm. You understand what I'm saying? He was trying to create an atmosphere. Why? Because he wants to put man. Did you hear what I just said? He wants to create a habitation for man. Did you hear me? Did you hear? He wanted to create a habitation. I keep saying that the earth is a spiritual place because if you check everything that he did, he said, let there be, let there be, let there be. Do you understand? Let there be. Sometimes he will pick up a sample and look at it and weigh it first and then from there it begins to multiply it. Do you get what I'm saying, please? And every single thing he did for a purpose, for a purpose, for a purpose. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Not ordinary, not physical spiritual. The earth is spiritual. You get what I'm saying? Spiritual. Did you hear? Spiritual. Spiritual. Because it's a priest and the people he put here are priests.
when they do their fasting and all that, they look for sighting of the moon. So it means that that sighting of the moon is what tells them when a festival or a feast or when a fasting, you understand, a spiritual activity should begin. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So they are governors and they are telling the people of the earth specific things. And it's going to continue. God said that my covenant with the sun. So he has covenant with the sun. Are we together, please? That all these things happen, he put them in place for specific reasons. And whether you like it or not, it affects and influences the people on this earth. It's just that some ignorant people just see it as a mistake, or they see it as, oh, I just had an accident, or coincidence, or nothing happened. They never learned anything. So it happens again. I don't know if you understand. Did you hear me? Some people will go into some praying and fasting so that what happened will not happen again. Did you hear me? <laughs> but... There are specific things you need to... I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. L listen. There are things you do. Once you follow some instructions and guidelines, you just live out a life. Did you hear me? You just live out a life. Praise God. Now, I don't want to spend much time in this aspect. Okay? But, what am I trying to say? That when God created earth and all that he put in place, he put them specifically for a purpose, which we are supposed to understand and which we are supposed to live by. Hmm? Now, if you say you don't want to obey all those laws, can I remind you of rainy season? If you are a farmer, why do you have to wait? Okay, which one is corn season? Which one is mango season? Why do you have to wait for mango season to enjoy mango? So it means that God has placed times and seasons, I hope you hear what I'm saying, for things that you benefit from. Did you hear what I'm saying? I know why I'm saying all these things I'm saying. Praise God. Now, apart from all that, he also put structures. They are governors, invisible governors also. They are called thrones, dominions, principalities, powers. Did you hear what I'm saying? He put them temporarily while his children are maturing, I hope you hear what I'm saying, to take over the position and governance. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Like Moshe, Moses will say that a son is different from a servant. Is that not so? Are we together? Yes. There's a difference. Yeshua said that a servant doesn't know what is in the heart of his master. But it's a different thing when it comes to the son. Moshe was a servant. And he was faithful in his house. Do you get what I'm saying? But when the owner of the house came, it's a different thing. His name is Yeshua. Are we together, please? Praise the Lord. So there are structures and things that God put in place. And they are for use. I hope you hear. 
they are for use. He put those things and he expects you to use them correctly. Someone else will come. For example, you bring $100 now. Give it to a little child of uh, three months. $100. $100 is 70, $7,710. $100 should be about 70 something thousand. Do you get what I'm saying? So the little child will just look at it and I like the color, green. Ha, <laughs> ah, green. You will just squeeze it and put it in your mouth. And then start stretching it. And after that, and then he will look at it and throw one on the ground and continue. And after a while, he gets fed up with this one and picks up the other one. You understand? It doesn't mean anything. He doesn't know. Did you hear what I'm saying? It doesn't know. Praise the Lord. So these are things. So you see that you just do things, you're just moving in darkness. You don't understand. But when you begin to ask questions, like my son was teaching yesterday, you begin to ask questions. Why is this one like this one? Why is that one like this? What is the Bible saying here? What is this one? You get what I'm saying? You begin to understand that oh, life is deeper and different from what I always thought. You begin to look at it more closely. Are we together, please? Like Pastor Douglas was teaching, you were the one teaching on uh, the Beatitudes, was it you? Somebody was teaching on the, was teaching on the Beatitudes. You understand? Praise the Lord. Say, blessed are the pure in heart. Hmm? For they shall what? See God. Okay? <laughs> If I tell you now that that's, it was teaching from the tabernacle, now you say, ah. But when you check Psalm 24, you will see, who shall mount up into the holy hills of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? Say, he who is what? Clean hands and a pure heart. So it is he who can be able to stand in his face and look at him. You understand? It says, this is the what? The generation of who? Those that seek his face. So there is a generation of people who seek his face. You understand? So you cannot seek his face with a dirty hand. You get what I'm saying? And you can't seek his face with a corrupt heart. Your heart must be pure. Can you see that? And then you don't just get to that stage like that. You get to that stage by journeying. And you journey according to commandments. Do you get what I'm saying? How can a, a young man cleanse his what? His way. By taking heed. Says, thy word have I what? Hidden in your, my heart. So that what? Can you see it? Praise the Lord. Now if you check Ephesians chapter 2. It says that in times past, we what? We walked. According to what? The prince. The course. The script. Do you understand? The template. 
the civilization. Somebody wrote something down. And people grow into it. And they are proud and arrogant. This is how we do it in our village. Without understanding that when you follow the way you do your things in the village, you are going contrary and you become a child of disobedience. And you are, your nature is configured, reconfigured, so that you will no longer be a child of obedience. You now become children of wrath, fit for destruction. How did it happen? You were proud. You were happy. And you felt that that was the best way. There is a way that seemed right unto a man. But that way leads you to destruction. Broad is the way. And many find it very easy. It's broad. So the fact that a lot of people are trooping there is no guarantee that that is the right way way that leads to life is straight and is narrow and very few find it. So there are spirits that give instructions to people on earth. So at the end of the day, those instructions are downloaded into their and darkness will fill up the soul. Isaiah calls it gross darkness. So when those, those ideas come into the soul of men, they now produce an atmosphere, an environment, a lifestyle, a civilization, a city structure, a government a way of life for people to live. It is called darkness. Darkness doesn't mean whether it is sweet or is bitter. It doesn't mean whether, it, in fact, it might be sweet. Do you understand? It might be light, but it's called darkness in the spiritual did you hear? Are we together? It would be very nice. Looks nice. Very interesting. Very convincing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So you see that this is how things have been governing. Until a few people now came, accepted Yeshua as their Lord and Savior. And they began to wrestle. They got into life. They began to study the book. And when everybody's going this way, they say, wait, 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 let's check. Wow. And they say, wow. I don't think I want to go this way. I want to go this way. Yeah. Wow. So spirits, spirits begin to say, who are those people? Mm. Ephesians chapter 6 says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Do you understand? How do you wrestle? I saw one video of a guy who carried AK-47 inside church. And some people carry cutlass and carry their uh, koboko and all those things. They want to whip Satan. 
It's Satan that gave that. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you see that by obedience and disobedience. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, if you have been listening to t- teachings, you will see that before you were born, your grandparents were DNAs were tampered with. Are you getting me? And those DNAs were tampered with in seed form, and they began to mature as your parents were journeying in disobedience. So by the time you came to be born, you would take some genes from your father, take, take genes from your mother. Are you getting me? And just by happenstance, in a particular way. And because you are living inside your body, that's how you have known things to be. You don't know any other way. So because of that, depending on how, it might have matured, about to mature, or whatever. The point is this, that you are living a particular lifestyle. That lifestyle is against God. Until you find out the truth and you begin to change. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10 says that we, uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts themselves against who? Where are they? Oh. So it means that without my permission, <laughs> I have high things inside me. I have imaginations inside me. I have ways of life, ways of doing things. And those ways of doing things have been there. And the, the purpose of their being there is to stand against the knowledge of God and prevent the knowledge of God from entering into me. Did you hear what I'm saying? But God, who is rich in mercy, do you get what I'm saying? Quickened us and made us alive so that we can come out of that realm. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Now, when you come out of that realm, don't stop. You have to begin to journey. Praise the Lord. Now, when you give your life or when Yeshua comes into you, you don't know what you entered. You entered a covenant. You entered a new life. Actually, you became born of God. John chapter 1 says, not of flesh, not of the will of man. Are you getting what I'm saying? But of God. I think my son or one of the pastors had me- speakers had mentioned that spirits are not born the way men. Uh, 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 spirits don't give birth the way men. They give birth through words. Praise the Lord. You understand? Please pay attention to every single person. Okay? That has spoken. So spirits have their own way of giving birth. To generations. To nations. To kings. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When you begin to journey, have you ever gone to a camp? You know, if you're a boy scout, girl's guide, or whatever. Huh? You have to go and fetch water, right? You have to go and get sticks from the, from the bush, right? You have to go and get dry leaves, right? So these are things you pick. So you get here, you pick this one. You get here, you pick that one. You get for a purpose. Some for warming, 
some for protection, some for different kinds of things. Do you understand? Why? Because you are living in the outdoors for a few days. You are supposed to, as a child of God, to be picking up different materials for building your life. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Yeshua said in the book of Matthew, how do I consider a man who hears my sayings and do them? I consider him as one man who, when a wise man, when he wanted to build his house, are you getting me? Went looking for a rock. He dug deep until he found the rock, and from there he started building. Now, when you are building, you either build a touch house, a wooden house, a mud house, a cement house, a brick house, a metal house, different kinds of... So each, whatever it is that you want to build, have their, what? Materials of building. What Yeshua is saying, you are trying to build a spiritual house. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Every single human being on earth has a demand on his head. Build me a house. Book of Isaiah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Isaiah chapter what? What did this say? What did this say? The heaven is my throne. And the earth is my footstool. So heaven is not your home. Throne. The earth is not your home. It's God's footstool. He says, all these things my hands have made. But I'm not interested in that. He says, but where is the house that you have built for me? So there is a demand that you build a house for him, a habitation. Long time I have learned not to think about myself, but to think about the Lord. Because he's the one that matters. I don't want to go into any argument with any person. This is what I've made up my mind. It is him, not me. It's what he wants. So he wants a house. Even that new age that we're looking for, Even that new age is for his purpose, is for him. Did you hear what I said? It's for him. I'm just honored and happy to be part of that. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Now, if you see Hebrews chapter 1, it says that the word which we what? The word which we what? The word which we preach, the word which we what? Speak. Was not what? Was not in the hands of. So which means that you and I are supposed to be speaking something. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Every single person is supposed to be what? Speaking. You're not supposed to fold your hands and say, I'm waiting for the trumpet. If you don't prepare yourself, when the trumpet sounds, you won't hear it. Actually, 
The trumpet is sounding right now. But you're not paying attention because you're looking for the one. That's what your mind tells you. But the trumpet are messages. The trumpet are building materials. The trumpet are things that you need to adorn yourself. I hope you hear what I'm saying. And it will help you strip yourself of all the things that are against what you are supposed to build. Do you get what I'm saying? So that you can be able to make yourself ready for the habitation of the Lord. If you check that book of Romans, uh, uh, book of Hebrews, it tells us again. Okay? It says, you loved righteousness and you hated iniquity. So because of that, you have been what? Enthroned. And then there's a scepter and that scepter is called what? Righteousness. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What am I trying to say? Before I conclude, go to um, 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter talks about the end of the age, the end, the times that we live in right now. There are scoffers, people who don't believe that the time has come and the time is right. I hope you hear what I'm saying. They don't do that. Why? They keep looking back. That's from the time of the fathers. The earth has always remained like this. So they shouldn't be, we shouldn't bother ourselves. Let's just continue to enjoy ourselves. Praise the Lord. I don't know whether I should waste my time, uh, uh, spend time reading. Okay? But can you move forward to maybe like verse 13 or 12? Second Peter Go to 12, please. Start from 12. It says, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God or the Lord, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and new earth in which righteousness dwells. What is righteousness? Can righteousness dwell in an empty land? No. Righteousness can only be in people. And the people have to live so that that righteousness can be brought forth. Can you express? Thank you. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Now, so if you look at this thing, you see, we're looking for, which means that we know, we by understanding, we know that there's a, a world. We know that there's an age. We know because signs have been placed in front of us. Yeshua has told us different kinds of signs, what to look for to know that the time is the last days. And the ages are coming to an end. And a new age is beginning. I hope you hear what I'm saying. That new age is meant for some people. While you are doing your own, the unbelievers are trying to reset the world 
into, into total chaos so that the reign of Satan can find expression. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. But you, who is a child of God, you are complacent. You don't do anything. Your mind is not strong. So anything that comes, any new idea, anything that is fleshly, that you can see in the flesh, it's interesting to know that even spiritual activities in the flesh is flesh. I'm sorry. I don't know if this has happened to you before. When I'm just doing one spiritual thing, I'm saying, I wonder how many people are looking at me. I wonder what they'll be saying, that this guy must be really holy. I say that. I say that, and I know that, you know, if I just do one kind like this, I buzz on the ground. What has breaking my neck got to do with righteousness? <laughs> now, if the Lord throws you down, that's a different thing. He will make sure your neck doesn't break. If it's the Lord, your neck will not break. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you see that these are things that we see and we do. I hope you hear what I'm saying. These are things that we see and we do. A demand has been placed. The way we came in here and restructured this place and made it habitable for young people to come and learn righteousness. For young men and women to come and learn righteousness. For people who want to seek the face of the Lord to come. You understand? A habitation is made available for them. For the progress of righteousness and kingdom. Now, on the bigger scale, God is looking for a place. Looking for a city. Looking for a world. Looking for a realm. I hope you hear me. Now, that realm is not just any kind of person that can go in there. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So what he expects from us is to begin to gather materials, rudiments, cements, water. Are you getting me? Paint, electric wires, different kinds of things. Are you getting what I'm saying? So just like a spider would build a spider web for a purpose. Did you hear what I'm saying? The, where does the silk come from? Is it from outside? That thing that spiders used to do their trap, where does it come from? Did you see that? From within them. It's not outside. It's from within them. So the spider has to make sure that he eats the right kind of meal that would enable him to generate that silk inside of him. I hope you hear what I'm saying. If he starts eating the wrong kind of meal, when a fly flies to that um, web, it will tear it and go. But the spider web is elastic. Are you getting me? It's silky. It's sticky. Are you getting what I'm saying? It has qualities that enables it to trap flies. Same thing with you. Inside you is the spirit of God. Anyone who believes in me, out of his belly shall flow forth 
rivers of living waters, springing forth into everlasting life. You get what I'm saying? Every single person who has received Yeshua as his Lord and Savior has the seed of the Messiah, has the seed of Christ, has the Holy Ghost inside. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? So that your body is a temple. Spirit of God is using your body to perform sacrifices, mortifying the deeds of the flesh. Are you getting what I'm saying? Bringing life into your body, causing your body to begin to glow. Are you getting what I'm saying? As long as you allow him. Are we together, please? So we see the process. Colossians tells us that Christ or Messiah is in you. And that Messiah is our hope that one day will be glorified. Now, you cannot be glorified when you are not eating the right meal that would help the Christ inside of you to find expressions. Do you understand that? And that comes by understanding, by revelation. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So you find out that every single one of us, we don't know who we are. We don't know the power when we fully begin to assess what we are carrying within. I hope you hear what I'm saying. It is our prayer that every single one of us from this meeting, this conference, we have a clear understanding of what God is trying to do in this ministry. Do you get what I'm saying? We would help each one of us to begin to engage the word of God. Engage the spirit of God. Are you getting me? Begin to transform and renew our minds. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that we can be able to know what would please the Father and give him a place where he would want to stay. Have you ever gone to look for a house? Even if the house is cheap, you say, I don't like it. The window is not, is not, I don't like the way, there's no air here. I don't care my desperation. This is not what I want. And then you come into another house and the house is 300,000 naira more expensive than they'll say, ah. Make her go borrow money, I don't mind. Now, which thing I won't be this one. Did you hear? Did you get that? I hope you hear what I'm saying. We need to walk. We need to go to walk. We need to begin to learn how to carry and pick up building materials. Did you hear what I said? The purpose of these conferences is to help you stop waiting for a trumpet. I will sit down now so that other people can talk. Praise the Lord. Hello, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please, if you have questions related to the teachings we've made here in this conference, please, can we quickly just indicate if you have any question? Is anybody that have a question? Praise God. You just have to you can't, after listening to all the 
ministration that God has given us the opportunity to assess. And um, does it mean that we all understand perfectly what God has taught us in this conference? Stand up. Yes, come forward. Tell us, please, three minutes, summary, quickly. Okay. Be put on the spot. <laughs> um, I've learned, um, I've learned quite a number of things. I can't put everything into, um, I can't I can't say everything in three minutes, but I'll try to sum it up as, as I've said. So I have learned about the importance of being um, a friend of God. I've also learned the importance of walking um, in the spirit and by the spirit. I've also learned that, um, I've also learned um, about the importance of um, being in tune with the spirits of God, essentially. Um, I haven't, um, I haven't had time to go through my notes. I'm sorry, but um, there's a lot more that I've, that I've actually learned that I I can't put into words right now. So, sorry. Yes. Hallelujah! That's powerful. Okay. Can you come forward, please? Quickly. Quickly. Please. The things that God has blessed you with in this conference. Thank you. Uh, praise the Lord. Um, from this conference, what I uh, pick from this um, from the conference is that there's a lifestyle that we need to live to be able to come into uh, what God's there's a lifestyle that we need to live to be able to come into what God has for each and every one of us and uh, we need to cultivate relationship, spending time with God, feeding ourselves with God's word then find out exactly what God has assigned for you to do as in find a blueprint for your own life and do everything you can to make sure that you you are you come into that picture of what God expects you to be. Um, then talking about the age to come, there's a like I said, there's a lifestyle that God wants us to live so that we can live that kind of uh, life that's in the age to come. Uh, praise the Lord. Praise God. You know, um, looking at what um, all the men of God has been teaching, um, you will see that everything they've been teaching is actually to prepare us, all right, to prepare us in order to cultivate a kind of heart 
that will enable us to have a walk with God. You know, um, all the teaching is to enable us have a walk with God at consciousness level. You understand? Because you will see from what my my friend, I call him my friend, you know, um, Pastor Francis, from what he taught, you, you can see that he was actually teaching something about how we'll be able to understand the system of God at consciousness level. You understand? In that, in that we don't just know God. We, we know God by understanding like the system, the operations of God. We, you know, we, we get to master the operations of God. You know, when, when God speaks, when God speaks, all our being resonates with his word. Hallelujah. You came from a busy way. Good evening, everybody. Uh, it's a long journey and a very plenty resources. Please permit me. I have a lot of resources. I have a very long journey going, but my time has not completed. Just there's a time and season for everything. God bless you. Something talked about a pure heart. A lot. <laughs> then, uh, Pastor Francis talked about um, how you can turn your room to a place, to a house. <laughs> uh, to a house. Uh, a tent is tabernacle. Tabernacle is tent. Wow. <laughs> you finished it. <laughs> Amen. Um, there are a number of things that stood out to me, but number one is when uh, Pastor Samson was talking about the fire on the altar. That was so profound. He talked about how the fire would consume the fat. And immediately I was reminded of the scripture that talks about the weight that easily besets us. So um, it's so easy to get carried away with what you eat, what you wear, where to live. 
and all of that, and then not be focused on what the Lord wants you to do. So seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of that. Then Pastor Francis, he talked about the tabernacle and the way he related it to our everyday lives was so profound as well. Um, the part about the reason for the tabernacle in the first place. Um, first of all, Moses went up to the mountain and, and the Lord asked the Israelites to come with him and they refused. So the Lord now designed all of this, you know, to get them to come to him. So he had to, in a sense, dumb it down. But the end goal is that the Lord wants to dwell in our hearts. Um, what he started in Genesis in Eden, he's going to end in Revelation by dwelling with us, basically. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, I don't want to go too far. We have been told in this conference that as far as I'm concerned, wherever I go, I am a carrier of God. God lives in me. There's a government that is going on in my life that is contrary, that is higher than the government of this world. That if I, am, if I give myself allow that government to use this mortal body, that government will crush the government of this world. <laughs> okay. You, 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 you see, there are some certain lifestyles I am not supposed to engage myself into because I am a carrier of God. Once I engage myself like how it is in this world, people live their lives anyhow carelessly and not knowing whom they are and what they carry. Once I engage myself in all those nonsense, then it will make people to trample on God. But if I carry God up. In anywhere I go, the way I talk with people, the way I relate with people, the way I transact things with people, I must make sure that God must be manifested in that place. Because there are some people, the way they live, God will be at home and they will go outside. And they live anyhow, they say, because, you know, it is a norm now that people can just stick their necks a little if there's somebody is coming. If you are doing like that, you are still far away. Because if you know whom you are, that you don't belong to this, even though you are trading upon this earth, you belong somewhere. That your government controls the face of this life. That's the reason why when you know that you carry God, there are some movements you make, some, some powers of darkness will not sit down where you are and relax, even in the church service, as a servant of God. It, I, feel, I feel that it's a criminal offense, punishable of, God, of, of the government of heaven, that... I will carry my microphone as a servant of God and demons are hearing me and they are sitting down there comfortably. Because what I carry is supposed to, is supposed to swallow them up. They're supposed to, the fire that comes out from what I'm preaching is supposed to consume them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, you are talking from the standpoint of an apostle. I'm talking about 
what you impact on the young people. I appreciate what you have said, your standards. Two minutes. Okay. What will you tell the young people? I want the young people here to understand very well that the social media is not the kingdom of God. I want to tell people, you know how to text. You know who wants to tell lies through social media, through your phone. If you are a carrier of God, a youth, a young person you are, you have sold your citizenship. If you are still doing all those things in your life and you don't even know that even though you are here, you have a father that is bigger than whatever you see. And you know there is a place you are going. You are coming from somewhere. There is a family you are coming from. That there, they have norms in that family. And you, you're supposed to show that, yes, I am representing this family wherever I go. Not wherever you see your friends. Even in the schools, in the, in the, on campus, you see them doing all kinds of things they are doing. Some of them are into Yahoo. Some of them are into some certain things. Know that your family doesn't know what is called Yahoo. Praise the Lord. I'm going to, uh, um, because I will have allowed you to talk, continue talking, uh, I will have said you should give instructions. Um, but because of time, you permit me to ask another minister to come and, you know, continue from where you are. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate what you're saying. Praise God. Pastor Destiny. When I call you, don't waste time. <laughs> Mama, welcome back. Thank you. Praise you are quick. Lord. You have five minutes. How many minutes? Five minutes. Oh, five. Plenty. Okay, what do you I do? I need to receive instruction. From what we have taught, from this, listen, there's something you want to deliver to the young people, okay. to the people here. Actually, praise God, though. Um, I was discussing something with my husband um, this afternoon. Forgive me. And not just this afternoon, even at home I was discussing, yes, I was seriously, I was blessed by everybody. But there was what... Um, Pastor Francis said when he was teaching, during his teaching, sweetheart, you remember, and I was discussing it with you. He said something that we must be intentional with our work with God. And one emphasis he made was that we should know that at every level, there are things to be dealt with. As in, there are things God wants to deal with us. We shouldn't just get to a point and say everything has finished. So it was not using the opposite side when the Bible says, see, we have come unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So it was saying that in that same way, we, we need to come into the measure of the fullness of Christ. There's also the negative aspect that there are measures of things that are not of God in us that needs to be dealt with. So why he was saying that a scripture that actually came to my heart was John chapter 1 verse 12. When he was saying which were born, when he says as many as receive him to them, he gave power to become the sons of God who were born not of the blood. And somebody was talking, I don't know, is it what I was talking? So 
He was saying something. He said, which were but not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. So we discover that even while you are wrestling, number one, that was, there is what is called the will of the blood, which every one of us, when Papa was talking, he says there are some DNAs that are in our parents that we work with. And while we were conceiving them and we were born, all those DNA, they were still there. So one of the things we have to be, even when we, when we have been, the, the, the will of our parents, which we inherited from them, even when those things are dealt with, the thing has not finished. He now said, which were born not of the flesh. So it is a, the same way it is in the positive side, which is till we all come into the measure of the stature. So possible, uh, in, in the positive side, we are growing to become something. And as we are growing to become something, we actually... Be, how do I put this English? This English shadow. So, how do I put them? The negatives. I broke in journal. So, the negative that because what we actually make us to be growing into the measure of the stature it simply means we are being delivering, delivered from the other side. So, as we are experiencing deliverance from the other side, something is also happening to us. We are, coming, we are coming out of something to enter into something. So when you hear deliverance, it's not just you falling. Deliverance is actually being delivered from laws, being delivered from darkness into something. So you are not just, we are not just being delivered to just remain like that. You are, we are coming out from something into another thing. So the Bible calls it, says, see, we all come. So if we are coming, we are coming out from somewhere. See, we are coming to the measure. So the measure at which we have been delivered from is the measure of Christ we will come into. Because Christ is actually measures upon measures upon measure until we are coming to the fullness. There is what is called the fullness of Christ. But we can't come into it at once. But what we have to do, amount or the level at which we submit ourselves for deliverance. You know, um, she has to get time. You know, uh, uh, Paul, uh, one of the ministries uh, Jesus gave to Paul, when Apostle Paul was talking in the book of Hearts, he was saying something that Jesus appeared to him for this purpose, to deliver thee from darkness to light. So two things happen to us at the same time. He said to deliver thee from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, for what purpose that they may receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance so the reason for deliverance is because there is an inheritance awaits us and this inheritance is not outside Christ is in Christ so that was what that's what pastor Francis was saying this inheritance is not something that maybe when you die is when you come into it you know the time, the only time they give us inheritance in the flesh is when our papa don't die so when you're physically they only give us inheritance when our parents died but spiritually nobody is dying you don't need to die physically to come into your inheritance thank you ma thank you ma Praise God. So we don't need to die uh, physically. So what do we do? What do we do is that as we are growing, what we actually call spiritual growth is inheritance. So when we are growing spiritually, we are actually entering into something. And this can only be possible which we are born, not of the blood, nor of the will of flesh. You know, you know I, I remember I was discussing something with my husband one time. I said, why did they use the word 
Why did the will of flesh came before the will of man? They didn't say the will of man first. It simply means the will of man is higher than that of the flesh. Even when we, when the, when we have overcome flesh, there is still a higher will to overcome. It is called man. Because man is actually higher than flesh. That was why at the garden of Gethsemane, what Jesus was dealing with was not Satan. Before Jesus came to Gethsemane, the prince of this world had come to him and found none of his thing in him. So what was he dealing with there? It was between God's will and his will. He said, nevertheless, not my will. At that point, Satan was not there. Even when the laws of Satan is dealt with, there is the will of man, which was, which Adam refused to let go for the will of God to prevail. So, I want us to know something that these things, just as Pastor Francis said, is in journey. Not of the will of blood, not of the flesh, not of man. So, you see the process. Even when we are delivered from our biological parents, there are still grants to take. Even when we deliver from, there are still grants to take until all those arrangements were not arranged by accident. They are telling us the process we will go through until we are established in God's will. Fantastic. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pastor Destiny. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. Okay. I want us to take note of what um, our mommy here, Pastor Chinere, said, that God have just brought us into a measure. Mm. And that means there will be demand on us to let go some measures. Mm. Uh, I, I just felt that strongly that if we are to attain this measure in the next seven years that is ahead of us, then I wish seven years from now, some of us will no longer be the way we are. We would have entered some things. We can't just be wasting this investment, these resources. We will give account of it. Pastor Oliver. Man. Yeah, actually, <laughs> this uh, conference has been very impacting. And uh, the whole thing is about becoming Christ and uh, the way to become Christ, just to give everything in summary. And it has to do with intentional. Uh, discovery, setting out to discover so that you can work on what you have discovered. And it has to do with addition and subtraction. What you, the good things you discover, you internalize it, you personalize it, and uh, of course, that discovery has to do with light. That is knowledge. That is understanding. It's also part of information, which is the primary one. You have 
information, you have knowledge, mm. you have understanding, mm. you have wisdom. They are all in levels. Mm. As you get these things, you begin to see the things that are not supposed to be there. Mm. And you begin to mm. subtract them. Mm. You begin to reduce them. Mm. Then those weights mm. that hinder us, mm. that entangle us, mm. you begin to remove them. Mm. And then you become freer. Mm. You begin to ascend more. It's mm. about ascension. Mm. So those things that put us down, mm. you discover that they are losing mm. strength. Mm. So it's all about becoming Christ. Mm. And the more you become Christ, the more light, mm. light, seeing, mm. you become. You see what is right. And you know the values of things, mm. the value of knowledge, mm. the value of righteousness, mm. and the problem one has when it entangles with unrighteousness. Mm. So mm. I think that is what we've been dealing with. Mm. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, Sir, I want to thank you. You know, I watch you. I know you, are, you will say, what have I done to this man? <laughs> I know your history. Okay? I see him as a wise elder. Very, very wise. Very careful. Very gentle. Thank you, man. Please. The fact that he's talking very, very quietly here. It's not a quiet man, you know. When he handle microphone, well, in another dimension. Are we together, please? I, I would say that he did all that so that you can read between the lines and understand the wisdom that he's trying to pass across to us. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Did you hear what I said? I'm sure you know from what that smart thing he said. He talked yes. about the spirit of wisdom. He talked about the spirit of revelation, understanding, might, power. Are you getting what I'm saying? So what he's saying is that you need to walk with the person of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, not you. The one that's in the BC. You have to come this way, please. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What I learned. Okay. What you learned, the wisdom you can give to us. Okay. Um, from the, on, on Thursday, sure. when I enter, I met uh, Papa, Papa Paul, King David ministry. That was when I enter. Although I didn't, I was not present at the initial session. So, but what I met him began with is, uh, he talks about um, acapel love. So he went further defining the word acapel that is a deep feeling you, f you have for God. Your affection for God, my affection for God. So, in order for me to actually become the become Christ, the uh, blueprint of the age, future age to come, I have to have that 
deep affection for the things of God. So likewise, every, every one of us. And furthermore, I learned from, from Pastor, okay, from Pastor Tokpe Hazan that the tabernacle has to do with a, a patent. Praise the Lord. And she, she went further explaining how God told uh, Moses to build according to pattern. Therefore, implies to me that in the work of God, in, the, in my journey or in our journey with God, we have to build according to the instruction. There is a particular instruction God gave to me, gave to you. And there is a principle to follow. So I have to walk according to the instruction, that particular instruction given unto me. I have to build my join my 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 work pray with God according to that pattern. Praise the Lord. And Pastor Douglas talk about um, that uh, the Christ, the blueprint, is all about my love work towards my fellow brother. Praise the Lord. So that I cannot no, become, um, I cannot become the future age. Praise the Lord. I may not actually put it the way, but praise the Lord. Without me having that perfect love towards my brother. Because actually my brother is Christ that I am seeing. Praise the Lord. So if I actually want to manifest Christ, I have to love my brother that I am seeing. Praise the Lord. And then exhibit that quality that Christ actually wants us to exhibit through my brother. And that is, I see my brother in need. I have to reach out to him, either spiritually or physically. Praise the Lord. And um, Pastor Junior, Francis Junior, talk about that if I disobey, that disobedience would not, would, would not allow, would only allow me to circle around the circle. I mean, praise the delay. Will bring delay to my calling. That is disobedience. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please don't be carried away and think that she's very quiet because she's the firepower. Okay? Praise the Lord. Praise God. There's something very profound that we don't understand. Okay? We don't understand this. Your brother. I want to thank you, Ms. Indubisi, for highlighting that aspect. You don't know what your, who your brother is. You don't know how relevant and how important it is how you handle your brother. I talked about covenant. If you know you are in a covenant, you have to be very careful to know how to handle your brother. The Bible tells us in the book of Philippians, 
that let this mind be in you that was also in the Messiah. Don't do anything out of selfish ambition. Don't do anything. Consider your brother higher than yourself. Even if you are anointed uh, guardian angel. Your brother who cannot open his mouth to talk. Consider him higher than you. Consideration is not just by I consider you. No. From how you relate with him. How you deal with him. How you handle him. Even when he does something against you. How you handle him is very important. Without carrying the breastplate of righteousness upon your chest, you cannot enter into the presence of God. It is a law. It is a law. Believers don't know these things. High priest is the only one who can enter into the Holy of Holies. And you have been granted access into the Holy of Holies. So you are operating and officiating in that dimension. The high priest goes to obtain mercy. You also go to obtain mercy in the time of need. Did you see that? Did you see that? Yeshua said, if you were going to give a gift, and you remember that your brother has ought against you, leave the gift by the altar. Go and make amends with your brother. Go and make amends with your brother before you come to make your sacrifice. This brother thing, <laughs> I beg you, take care of your brother. Be your brother's keeper. It's important. Very, very important. How you handle God's people, especially those who cannot even talk, especially those who are dirty, especially those who smell, especially those <laughs> who have less revelation than you. Especially those ones. How you handle your brother is important. Your brother has Holy Ghost inside him. He has Christ inside him. God even likes to hide in those kind of places that is not pleasant. I'm sorry to say. Can anything good come out of what? So what came out of Nazareth? A light that was shining. A people who have not, who have lived in darkness. Upon them, they have seen a great light. You have to be very careful. Your walk. Very careful. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's the kind of Praise the Lord. I would say a lot has um, really um, cascaded down to us in this conference. And um, all that comes to mind is uh, we need to come to a place of a holy tradition. Let us, um, I say to myself, it's time to begin to come into that place of that holy tradition. A tradition that was, um, we see in our fathers.
and that is what we need to imbibe. That tradition, that holy tradition is what is going to help propel us into these dimensions that were being taught. The Bible talks um, in Romans chapter 4 that Abraham, our father, found something. There was something Abraham found. He stumbled into something, and that thing he found, he utilized it. So I would not want to, as an individual, come to a meeting like this having discovered some spiritual um, technologies and go back the same. Last night, I was telling myself, you need to update this application. If I don't update this application, this person, and align myself with this truth, I cannot come into that person called Christ. Francis um, was saying some things yesterday, and the tabernacle is nothing if you don't have that testament. It's nothing without the testament. And while he was speaking, and I, I was just laughing, what I was laughing is our gatherings, our assemblies, most pastors, they glory when members come to tell, to give testimonies, and they tell you testimony time. And you see somebody come out and say, I want to give this testimony to the glory of God. The Bible says we overcome by the blood and by the, by the word of our testimony. If we really understand the word of that testimony, the testament that would make us overcomers, it is not me testifying that I've gotten a visa to travel to the U.S. It is not me testifying that I've acquired a new car. But the testament will build me to make me an overcomer. That is Christ residing in me. So I got that when um, Francis was making that delivery. So I, I just want to urge us to engage in this holy tradition. When Mama was speaking, before she said that she, she, she sees herself as not um, knowing anything, as if she wants, she's starting afresh or something like that, I already was telling myself, I was like, Andrew, are you sure you know something? Or you still, are you, it's like, you really need to go back and do some work. So a lot has been deposited. There's a lot of energy here if we can grasp and lay hold of these energies and not just go back and be frivolous any longer. Thank Hallelujah. you. Thank you, sir. Our father, Daddy Opoko. I left, the, I left the, I left this one for you. Come on, talk to your children. Praise the Lord. It's five, ten minutes. Praise the Lord. That you, you have a lot. Um, like that, like my brother said, you know, a lot, a lot of things have happened. Sometimes, you see, I, I will just say that I'll be around. Okay, really. I'm not going to a gathering whereby you hear some world. There's any things, they're not just joking. You're not joking. I want to make that very clear. I mean, I've seen, I've gone to garden, I've gone to, I've heard so many things. But this is a, like, look, the effects are, uh, the, um, the, and the other way, we have the um, echoes of, um, what is it? 
ecosystem. That was where it started. So it started you're going the same way. You see, going that way, the, okay? Christ. Hallelujah. So, but listen to me very carefully. <clears throat> when you look at your thing, I can't, so when I'm hearing those things, so what happens is that there are so many things, there are so many things God has put in me that I know. But as you are speaking, like you are igniting me, you are charging me, you know, like you are activating me. There are some things I have known before. I've just, oh, but, uh, but sometimes, as you are speaking, somebody is speaking, then they ignite me. And that's sometimes I go home and say, God, where am I? I'm going backward. Or, what, or am I going forward or backward? Then I stay some time. I have to stand to pray or to do certain things. Amen. Then what did that struck me really in this whole thing? That, where this guy was speaking? Uh, Paul. Paul uh, Davis. <laughs> he said something very important. Revelation 2, 3. It's like Jesus said something to the several churches. Uh, I know your, your, your problem. I know your fault. One, he said you have the path from where? From your first love. Repent. If you don't repent, I will come and take away the cord, the candle light. It's those that overcome. My brethren, he's talking to Christians. Those that overcome, we inherit. All the seven churches are being say if you don't repent, if you stay there, he said, but those that what overcome, we inherit. I will make you a pillar. I will do this one. I put a name. It's not how overcome. So, my brethren, as a Christian, like I said before, I said I've been around. I think I born again. I born again about forty years ago. I'm not. I'm not missing my word. And I can tell you, say, I'm not that I'm boasting. I can tell you that. Look, I cannot. Devil have no power because I have been ordained from above. God has made that clear. I can never. He has no business with me. He can just. He can. He can push me and kick me, and you know, I'll fall. I'll, God is. God is the referee. If he if he knock me, if I fall, God will say one. Until I got up again, I started the fight. God would have asked. I'm telling you that, that I'm telling you the way what I've seen. Praise the name of the Lord. So that is so very important. Very go back and read Revelation that to several churches. The message Jesus said, is Jesus talking? Not to, not somebody else. He said, it's those that overcome. We eat with me. We'll be a pillar in my house. We have a name. So if you don't overcome all your Christian race, people think go to church is have to acquire wealth, have to rule, have to do things this. No, 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 no. Amen. Amen. Why Jesus came? Let me say from the foundation. Bible say from the foundation of the world, Christ was what crucified. As the prophet, the, the, the Trinity they came down. Say, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Then He made the world, everything. Then He, he they made man to come and do it. They saw that. Look at it. Bible says, uh, Isaiah, as I said, said, God know the end from the beginning. So he was not joking. He was not making mistakes. He knew what he wanted to do. From the beginning, Christ was what? Crucified. Because there will be a problem. Amen. And so when he came, there was at the fullness of time, Christ came. Isaiah 11 said, he gives us what raised with the word, the sevenfold spirit of God. The self spirit of God. I got to uh, Francis. Francis, what he said, 
you caught up by the same spirit of God. I said, yeah, that was, I look at it, I said, yeah, you have to be caught up. This one was caught up with that spirit. So every time from that day, I would say, my prayer, I say, God, caught me with the self spirit. The spirit of the Lord. That is spirit. God said, he is so spirit. He's already received the fullness of baptism. If the judge by said, I saw when I see the man that dove came, I rest upon him. He was full measure. Amen. He was full measure. Then the Bible says, the spirit of wisdom and word, understanding. Ephesians chapter 1, Paul was praying that prayer. Amen. That's the first prayer. Wisdom and understanding, so that you can know the hope of your calling. And to know the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, that set him far, far above all principalities of power and throne and dominion. You can know that power. Paul prayed. Paul said that I may know him. Paul that I wrote all the episodes. I may know him and the power of Look, he's serious. What I'm, see, the way I'm talking, it's not a serious, it's a serious matter. Very serious matter. With God, to work with God. It's a serious matter. So be careful. Make sure you overcome. Your work should overcome the devil. So before I uh, stop, Pastor Shiro was speaking. We were talking about faith. This, the whole armor of God. He said, faith. Faith. So what I said. He said, the shield of faith with each you will thwart all the very death of the enemy. <laughs> In my Christian life, when those early age of Christian life, there were things that hurt me. So I took faith. You said, the just shall live by faith. I see that in my life, Christian life, many things have been stopped by faith. I have faced the devil. I say, devil, no way. I stop you by faith. Amen. Because there's nothing in my life that at my early days, I have to try to I don't happen again. I say, what's happening? Why? Because then what happens is that when I hear the word, I go, I move. So now I bring to reason, okay? Well, that will stop the problem. When I hear the word, I move. Now let me say one thing again. Jesus Christ is the word of God. Isn't that so? Huh? So when you are hearing the word, you are hearing Jesus. When you are feeding the word, you are feeding with, on Jesus. When we are eating, we are eating Jesus. That's why I sell the last they say, Come, those that are thirsty, come and drink of my blood. Come and eat my flesh, or you will not leave you with that. But when you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you what? You live. Why? Because that was the foundation of the world. The blood of Jesus Christ is the foundation of the world. Do you know that? Yes. When the word made the word, they Slain Jesus, that was the blood. The Bible said the life of the flesh is in the blood. So it's the blood of Jesus that have the life. That is the life, where the life is. So it's together is life for us. Amen. So you have eternal life. So it's by faith you toward the very darts of the enemy. By faith. So I'm, I'm sorry, I'm the. the the Apostle Paul, I mean, they're going to put that in the scripture. Many times, if by faith, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. It's so important. Amen. Amen. So, by faith, we shall overcome the enemy. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I would like to break down a little bit. Some of the things that he said. He talked about faith. 
they talked about this. <laughs> you know, Pastor Donald was saying that when, sometimes when elders talk, people have different ways of expressions. Do you understand that? But pay attention and listen. How many years did you say, sir, you've been born again, sir? <laughs> did you hear that? 40, 40 years. You can't tell me that there's nothing he learned. <laughs> you can't tell me that he did not live a life. Did you hear? For these times. He talked about faith. You understand? He talked about faith. I'm sure he has seen different movements also. You understand what I'm saying? He has seen different movements. And uh, for those of you who don't know, he's one of the pillars in this ministry. He's one person who has always encouraged me in the face of all the issues and problems that I have, that I should continue. I shouldn't stop. I shouldn't fail. If I, one time he said, if I fail, then he has failed. Praise God. Now, the issue of faith is very important. He hammered on faith a whole lot. What is faith? First of all, the scriptures say that the just shall live by faith, which means that the only thing that can sustain you in the face of adversity is the life that you find in Yeshua. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Then he talked about the spirits of God. He talked about the seven spirits of God. Started with the spirit of the Lord. Spirit of wisdom, counsel, might. Praise God. So which means that for your life, for you to be able to contend with all the spirits of this age, you need the higher spirit called the spirit of God. And when you see, if you are far away, you see him as the spirit of God. If you are far away, you interpret him as fall down and shake and goose pimples. But when you begin to come closer, you'll find out that there are seven, your vision becomes clearer. Did you hear that? Your vision becomes clearer. You're able to see really that there is the spirit of the Lord and there is the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Then you now see might and counsel. And you now see knowledge and then the fear of the Lord. All these are required for all the different aspects of your life. And it's not just to push you through. It's to help you, build you, so that you can understand this, the hope of your calling, understand the inheritance you have and how to access your inheritance. Are you getting what I'm saying? Understand the power of resurrection. Understand that which the Lord has done for you. And understand that you have to make room for the Lord to come and claim his inheritance that he has deposited inside of you. Praise God. I have to take time to explain that because I already know him. And I know that he doesn't have enough time. 
So he's trying to rustle so many things at the same time. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, sir, for all that you do. All that you do. Okay. Sorry. Well, no, no, like you just said, no, there's so many things I want to tell you. I know. The one thing I want to stretch on is this. It's the word of God. You see, on faith. It says, Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when I'm studying the word of God, when I'm in the word of God, I'm generating faith. Faith does not, not it produce faith. It's the word of God that produces faith. If you want to have faith, go to the word. When, as you hear the word of God, get the word of God, it builds you up. It can make you run with the word of God. When the word of God comes on you and it make you run and face the enemy. For example, let me say one thing. Jesus said, I beheld set up from heaven like me. The power give you to give you power to go to go and tread down serpents and scorpions and all the powers of the enemies. And notice about enemies hurt you. Ah, when I when I first time I read that word, I mentioned on it, come on. I was ready. I said, Where is the devil? Where are they? Because he said, because I believe God has spoken, and so it's me. So that thing beat me up. So I was looking for anywhere. Where's the devil? Because he said, well, I can, he said, I can trample down serpents and scorpions and all the powers of the enemies. And not a shabbat enemy to hold me. Ah. You're like I'm holding this man. I just hold him. I give him. He cannot give me anything. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, now, listen. Listen. No, please. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You see, listen. Let me tell you something. Please, I'm sorry. I have to speak a little bit more. Listen. There is power in the word. Power for change. Power to cause change. Did you hear? Praise God. Now, <laughs> when you are saying, where is the devil? Okay? Hallelujah. What you're saying, the word of God, what it does is that it brings the laws and the genetic composition of God himself. Amen. And as you eat of that strength and might comes, it gives you strength to stand in the face of the adversary. Do you understand? Put on the whole armor of God so that you can be able to withstand all the powers of the enemy. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise God. So, we must be careful and have ears of the Spirit. Yeshua says, he that has an ear, let him hear. Did you hear what I'm saying? We have to have the ear of the Spirit so that we can be able to capture things in the Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, can I close it? Praise God. You have anything you want to say? Praise the Lord. Um, when Sister Ndubisi, I listened a bit to a bit of Pastor Douglas's message, but not not in full, because I didn't have enough time to listen to everyone. I went, I was in transit, yes. And when I came back yesterday, I tried to catch up with the second evening session of the first day. And then yesterday's, all of yesterday's session, which was tough. 
you know, just getting clips here and there. Um, I, when I was listening to Pastor Douglas's message, I saw once someone wrote a comment on Facebook. He said, that man in suit is saying something, or I'm paraphrasing, but he made reference to the expository um, wisdom coming from what the man in suit. So I had to look for the man in suit. And I found out it was Pastor Douglas. And um, I, I listened a bit, I gleaned a bit, and his emphasis, he was talking about loving the brethren, loving your brother, and, you know, describing when your brother has a need. You tell God, I love you so much, I will give you everything. And then when your brother comes, give me, you say, I don't have. You know. But there was something, you see, some of these things that we hear, that's why... I paid a bit of attention to impartation today, which is the grace to do. Because these things, we've been hearing them forever or for a long time. But the transformation, the, 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 the journey to transformation is too slow. I think it's too slow. When Sister Andubisi was talking now, there was something she said, it just hit me like a bolt. And I wonder how many of us would really pass these tests if we were to test ourselves. Because I failed. Instantly, I just failed. She said that when you turn to look at your brother, the person you are really looking at is Christ. I want us to go back there and leave this conference with it. I think what we do with this instruction will determine this next measurement that is measured to us. So instantly, I turned to my right, and the person I saw was Doug Douglas. And I said, am I responding to this man as if he were Christ? And I knew I wasn't. Okay? So I did a quick x-ray. Did a quick x-ray of everybody I relate with and try to check, okay, so how many do I really respond to? Like I'm responding to Christ. Literally. Literally. I'm bringing all of us down to students of this work, this truth, so that we can take things that you can, we can use to measure our growth. You see, look, a thousand cubits was what? Measured. So you knew the distance, and you knew how to walk from where to where. You know. Um, I think that's a critical assignment. I don't know whether that is a, an instruction given to us. I think it is that we need to now begin to labor with our hearts to come there. It's a labor of the heart. Because um, some of the things that will, practical things that will happen when we live here now is that this Christ will start offending you. And then some of the Christ will start asking for your pound of flesh. <laughs> do, do you understand? Now, why those things will be happening just so that you can fail the assignment. There's, there's, just so that you can fail it, you know. Um, I really would want us to, because the, we have a corporate assignment, we have individual assignments. And the more we pass them individually, the more the corporate will work. If we're not able to pass them individually, we pull down the rest. You're, you're as strong as your weakest link. Right? So it's a tall, very tall order. Get out. It's a very tall order. 
um, I told you I already failed, so I'm not talking to you like uh, <laughs> Pastor Douglas is laughing. <laughs> you know, so um, bear you one another's burden is is not. You know, we we need to reread those scriptures again with the light of what we have and um, start the journey afresh. So that's just what I wanted to. That's what 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 came into me. What came to me as uh, Sister Ndubisi was um, when she spoke. Praise God. Uh, this scripture, uh, uh, my wife is calling me. Amen. Another crisis is calling me. Sorry. <laughs> Praise God. This scripture I've been perusing in my heart. He said, for this cause, many are weak. For this cause, many are sick among you and even sleep. What is the cause? Sorry. Oh. Uh, he that eated and drinked unworthily, eated and drinked damnation to himself, not discerning the lost body. We need to go home and ask God to unveil this scripture to us, to teach us how to discern this is the Lord's body. This is the Lord's body. I say, this is the Lord's body. This is the Lord's body. This is also the Lord's body. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So, um, for this reason, you see, when we are not designing, there won't be growth. There won't be work. For this sake, many are sick. Many are weak. Even sleep. You have a name that you are alive, but you are dead for this reason. This is actually what this thing is. The man of the age is not a, a man of Pentecostal. He's a different man entirely. The man of the age. Go and study scripture. You find out that scripture defines that man. How he is to be. Praise God. You need to answer your wife. <laughs> She's calling. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's stand up. The Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May he deposit all the content that is in him, Amen. in you. Amen. May this world not swallow you up. Amen. May you overcome Amen. by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of your life, your testimony, your walk. May your walk override and overcome the evil one. May it always go well with you. Hallelujah. I pray that the windows of heaven open to you. I pray that God gives you a good heart, a heart that loves the people of God, the heart that honors and respects God's people. May you be your brother's keeper. May you not hate your brother. 
May you love your brother. May you care for your brother. May you protect your brother. May the resources of the earth beckon upon you. May the riches of the Gentiles be your portion. May you learn and know how to govern cities. May you be humble. May you be weak, meek. May you love the Lord your God and serve him with your whole heart. May the intentions of your heart be pure. May the dew of heaven fall upon that which belongs to you. May you come into possessions that will make you ruler over many. May you care for God's people. Hallelujah. Sickness and diseases have no part with you. With long life, Hallelujah. Will it satisfy you? And may you come to the end of your faith, the salvation of your soul. I pray all this in Yeshua's name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Praise God. Announcements? Which announcements? No minister's rest on Monday. Please... There will not be minister's rest on Monday. Praise the Lord. And then Kingdom Women is 4th of October. Kingdom Women. You want to, you want to talk? Okay, praise the Lord. So the Kingdom Women, the prayer meeting for Kingdom Women will be on the 4th. It's a public holiday. Um, but this time around, we want to have a vigil on Sunday night. We want to have a vigil on Sunday night. We want to practically, you know, practice some things. Praise God. And then be back 10 a.m. in the morning on Monday till 3 p.m. And we go home. Praise the Lord. Kingdom women, on the 3rd, there will be a vigil. Sunday night, there will be a vigil. And then Monday, we have our day conference. Praise God. Um, um, there's something that we want to birth. And I'm inviting everyone, whether you're a man or whether you're a woman. Praise God. This new season, we have to birth it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Please watch out for the advertisement on the media platform. Yes, the lamb's wife, we've already announced that. The lamb's wife discipleship, the fifth batch of the lamb's wife is starting on the 24th. Please watch out for it too on our social media platform and all our platforms so we can forward to as many people as possible. It's an awesome program. Giants are being raised there. 